I used to. Looking back, but moving forward. By Sean Turner. When I was younger, I used to create pencil drawings, mostly of comic book characters, cartoon figures, and animals. I got it from my father, who for a long time kept a few sketch pads of his drawings. We were both pretty decent drawers. Not as good as some of the pencil artists I've seen online, but not too bad. I'm not sure whatever happened to my dad's sketch pads or what happened to my own drawing hobby, but I haven't put a pencil to paper in decades. A few years ago, I pulled out a piece of paper and pencil and began looking for ideas to draw. A few minutes in, I put everything up. Paper still empty, pencil still sharpened. I'd moved on. When I was younger, I used to practice martial arts. I started at the age of five and kept it up until I left for college, competing in tournaments, advancing in belt ranking, and immersing myself in it to the point where the only movies I would watch were martial arts movies. I was a Bruce Leroy in the making, minus the curly hair and vanity. But when I got to college, I let it go. When my kids were young, we put them in martial arts and I decided to get back in it with them. After several months, I dropped out. The fire was gone, and I'd moved on. I used to play baseball. In my early 30s, I tried to revive those youthful days on the field. But after multiple pro baseball tryouts and a huge dose of reality in the form of bruised body parts and a bruised ego, I let it go. I'd moved on, and it moved on from me. As a teen, I used to play pool or billiards well enough to win teen tournaments on the local military base we used to live on, but not much more. I used to write essays and political commentary. I used to sing in a choir every Sunday for two years in college. I used to be a software engineer and database administrator. And until a few years ago, I used to be a professional actor. I have a half a century of used tos, filled with both good and bad memories, a variety of both useful and broadly useless skills learned, and countless people and experiences. I've been a dabbler for a long time, but I never set any lofty goals with anything I tried. No plans for achieving greatness or stardom. I always just wanted to try something new that I thought I would enjoy and see where it took me. Some things I was good at, and with others, not so much. Through all these experiences, these were the four most salient takeaways. Dabbling can lead to a more fulfilling life. For as long as I can remember, I've had a why not or an effort attitude about trying new things. If it was something I was interested in, and it didn't take much to find out if it was something I would enjoy, then I would just say effort and try it. It's how I started acting, how I got op-ed articles published, and why I tried out for professional baseball, among many other things. Sometimes it worked out, acting, op-eds, and sometimes it didn't, baseball. When it didn't, all I lost was a little time, but I gained new experiences that most will never have, and that usually leads to more stories to tell and a more fulfilling life. Avoiding goal setting has benefits. When I embarked on a new pursuit or tried a new hobby, I usually didn't set many or any expectations for myself outside of enjoying the journey. This helped avoid major disappointments when things didn't work out as planned. This was especially true for acting, 
where most auditions result in rejections or silence, which is just quiet rejection. Because I never expected to become the next Denzel or land a role as the next Marvel superhero, I didn't feel the pressure that often comes with auditioning, especially for the larger roles. No pressure and no expectations made it easier to perform when I needed to. The result was a lot of failures that didn't bother me as much as they could have, along with some successes that I will forever remember. That's not to say I couldn't have accomplished more had I set goals for myself. Sometimes goals are important for measuring progress or for motivation. But accomplishments weren't what I was seeking. I just wanted to enjoy the ride for as far as it would take me. And that leads me to my final takeaway. What I do is not who I am. Often many of us get so invested in something we're doing or pursuing, so driven to achieve certain goals or maintain a certain level of success or comfort for such a long time, that our activity becomes our identity. On the outside looking in, this seems like what drives some people to such lofty heights until the activity is gone or is taken away from them and they struggle to adjust to a life without that in which they invested so much. It's why some athletes continue past their prime, why some stay in careers that they no longer love, or why the pain of not being able to continue doing something that one loves can be so overwhelming. And that leads me to my next... Let go of the former you. I'm not the same person I was 47 years ago when I started martial arts, nor the same person who used to draw pictures or play baseball or sing hymnals in a choir or act in TV shows and commercials. I'm not even the same person I was a year ago or yesterday. Each day brings new experiences that change you in immeasurable ways, leading to a new version of you. The key here is to not only embrace the change, but to recognize when the things you've been doing no longer align with the new you. And when that happens, it's time to let it go, making room for the new you and new experiences. This letting go is the essence of living, not remaining attached to our former selves or the things we used to do or the titles we used to hold but letting go of the things that no longer align to where we are in the present, that no longer give us the passion we once had, that no longer serve our needs or our goals, or that no longer allow us to grow. This doesn't mean we can't occasionally look back and revisit the things that used to be a part of who we once were, just as long as looking back doesn't prevent us from moving forward and, if appropriate, for moving on. Thank mm-hmm. you.